been working on my Looney Tunes, uh, my Looney Tunes pain sounds. That's good. I like that one. Yeah. Just in case. Um, I think if I was ever caught up in like a mass shooting type situation, I would try to. I'd, I'd be working on my Type Five, you know, in line at HEB or at the post office or at the mall, and uh, you know, as some sort of. I don't know Christian. I guess we're incel, you know, online Nazi guy rounds the corner and dumps a magazine into my body. I would like to say something funny before I went, you know. Like ah! like the sound that uh, Jerry makes when Tom hits him with something, or vice versa. I'd like be probably melt. saying badass liberal comebacks to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I mean, well, what what is a badass liberal, like, oh. Where'd you get that, uh... Assault rifle, the the racism store. <laughs> okay, all right, that's not bad. That could probably oh, hurt his, um, his feelings. Oh, a did they bit. let? Uh, did they let stupid school out early? <laughs> he just—he's like standing over you. You're like slipping in your own blood and piss. Did they? Oh, they, they let gay guys school out out early. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't insult him based on his. Perceived sexual orientation. Why not? But what? Oh, they're liberal do. comebacks. That's right. Yeah. For this is the. Year. I would say. Um, well, mocking. I, get, I would say. I guess my upper chest is the one getting redlined right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Instead of Black Americans. Oh right, right, right. It's Chicago type. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you're and trying to. Yeah, and then I was. I would say. Um. This is why we can't have nice things. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, I would say that you, as I bled out, and he would be a, a very far from me by then. But I would say that to myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could be like, you know, just you know, we could be like Whole Foods or something, or you know, just be by yourself, and uh, you know, you're in line at the hot food bar, and you just turn to the guy next to you. Uh, he's right behind me, isn't he? And then he just paints all the fucking tabula. Red with the inside of your fucking skull and your brain. Yeah, uh, it, Whole check, Foods please. would be a good one because they have really good. Uh, I've heard they have good chocolate chip cookies there. They do, but yeah. I don't necessarily have any desire to to do a massacre in there. It's not about hell, you doing hell, it. I want to make it clear. Mass, <laughs> the only freaking killing going on there is the damn price hikes. If you ask me, that's conservative getting killed in a grocery <laughs> store. He's going, oh. Well, at least I don't have to pay dang $5 for eggs now. <laughs> Am I right? And then he just turns to his wife's corpse. It's <laughs> a guy, like, holding his dead, like, son's hand. <laughs> just, like, you're, like, laying next to him, bleeding out. Ah, it looks like uh, some. Well, I won't have to pay those property taxes, eh, pal? Oh, my uh, son just came out as red. <laughs> my... <laughs> Oh, uh, it looks like they added another color to the LGBT flag, eh, buddy? Red viscera, just kind of a pink mush. Ain't that right, pal? Oh, your son's gay. <laughs> oh, somebody must have. Uh, uh, so it, uh, where did uh, I? I bet the shooter probably just got off work at Starbucks. <laughs> People are like sprinting for the exits, just like just getting clipped, like in real time, like is it, 
just making a bottleneck, you know, of the exit sign. The guy's just just unloading all the exit doors. And you're just like yelling at the top of your lungs, like yelling over the gunshots and the screams of 911. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, the uh, mm, wow, it's, looks like I want to have to pay that credit card off. Hey, guys. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that would uh, that would be unfortunate. That wouldn't be too that wouldn't be too nice. Looks like I Se- Se- Seinfeld getting shot in a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. And then he says oh, something yeah. like <laughs> something like uh, all this over just asking, trying to order a regular cup of coffee. <laughs> Yeah, you know a uh, the uh, they keep saying the guy's gun is belt fed, uh, belt fed. Yeah, yeah, you heard of this? Uh, the only type of uh, belt that I need after I get fed is uh, widening up the belt after a nice big meal, huh? <laughs> it's a like a fucking yeah. stun stun gun going off, <laughs> stun mm. grenade hit the window. I don't know yeah. if that was Mark Norman or Seinfeld or uh, Let Leno. I think it was a combination of all three. I can't. They have a very similar like cadence that kind of, you know what I mean? Ah, the uh, yeah. uh, uh, I came here to kill everybody. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Mark. The Mark Time. Norman in a mass shooting. Ah, looks like uh, <laughs> I guess you could say this whole place is on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Columbine, uh, I thought that was uh, I that was like a, a cool, like a like a vest company, like a North Face. Turns out it's a bunch of dead guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, one guy sucking my dick and uh, one guy fucking me. Hmm. Talk about two birds, one stone. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy coming in like full riot gear, like fucking. You know, pistol rounds fucking like pinging off of his vest. And he's like, Mark Norman turns to you and is like, what's this guy's problem? <laughs> this guy seems to be upset, huh? This guy's Sir, a- uh, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> ah, get a little of this guy. He's uh, he's having a bad day, huh? He's ah, see- somebody's coupon bounced. <laughs> the coupon bounced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Ah. Oh, this guy's got a swastika carved into his gun. Doesn't he know those guys are bad? Ah, you missed the kosher deli, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't ever want to... I don't ever want to be caught up in one of those. Um, Is this a bad time to need some shrimp? <laughs> She's at the meat counter during a match shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rounds echoing. Oh, God. Hey, I uh, just needed a like a porterhouse, just a nice, just a rump roast, if you will. Yeah. You know? Ah. <laughs> We're very, very quickly leaving Mark Norman, and then approaching like, guy, like guy in an Iranian bazaar who's about to <laughs> rip you off of like, like a like a fake Adidas <laughs> like tracksuit. Ah, looking to buy some. Uh, <laughs> Very, very quickly entering, like, yeah, like, like weird Albanian, you know. It's a good, it's a good noise to have in your repertoire. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, murder suicide. <laughs> you're like a, yeah, you're like a 
just a beat cop. Like, you're not a detective at all, even. And you're also just in real life. You come across, like, a family annihilation, like a Chris Benoit style. You're sitting there in the living room with all your cop buddies. And they're like, guys are puking in the corner. Oh, my God. You're like, ah. (laughs) Picking up, like, shell casings and shit. Like, you're fucking deducing stuff. Ah, man, family annihilation, huh? Oh, holy cow. Talk about two... Two mice raping me. That's what chief, he would. Chief, I don't, I don't understand. Chief, uh, that's a turn of phrase I've never heard. it, even if I had heard it, well, ah. how would it pertain to this situation at all, sir? Ah, you know what they say: two mice in your butt and one fucking your mouth. But it's Mark Norman if he got hit by a train whenever he was younger. It's <laughs> a traumatic. Yes, like a very lingering TBI. Ah, talking about a talk about a Tom and Jerry scenario. <laughs> he's just he's, he's sitting in like Joe Rogan's podcast studio with like Bert and Ari and like Shane, and he's just got a big helmet on. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, Comedy Cellar it was crazy back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Talk about getting fucked by a moose, right? <laughs> just getting. Absolutely destroyed by all types of zoo animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, talk about taking my skin off, putting it in you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, batter up. <laughs> yeah. Just like a phrase, again, that doesn't have anything it's just to like do. a soundboard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Like, like, like mid-sentence, like when he would use, like... <laughs> like he's about to cut in with a zinger, but he's just like, ah, talking about baked potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shane's like, yeah. Mark, Mark was crushing in the green room. Coming up with a, you had some good ones in there, right? Uh huh. Rape a Nan King. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah talk yeah. about talk about talk about eating underwear. Ah, mm-hmm. Unit seven three one, Japanese torture camp. Mm-hmm. AI <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark Norman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like this is, yeah, just all feeding through it, like what's left of his prefrontal lobe. <laughs> oh man, Joe's like, you did a great job, fat man, incredible. And you know, the green room's always a great hang. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Korean War and all that, you know, napalm, napalm. Wikipedia page for napalm. <laughs> History of napalm. I'm I'm exploring. Uh, AI Mark Norman in my mind now I'm reaching some places with it <laughs> What type of places Are you reaching Bubba uh, You know what they say uh, Yeah. What do you call a black guy who flies a kite uh, Darren <laughs> the, the, uh, All of the human noise Like the uh, And the uh, They're all like The AI is trying to figure it out So they go on for like just a split second to, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Taco Bell, huh? Uh, Taco Bell, <laughs> yeah, that chalupa will really get you. Uh, it'll. Get <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I. Uh, Just kidding, Mark. If you're listening, uh, I respect you. I just, you know, I'm a little, been a little down lately, you know, because I put. A lot of my time and effort into helping out the Democratic Party, and mm. I don't know. I've I feel like 
feel like Joe can only serve for like maybe three or four more terms. <laughs> and 15, 16 more years. Well, no, the thing is because I've put a lot of money on mm. him winning, on him being the president for 50 years. Right, right, right. And at the time, I thought this is a good idea mm-hmm. because he was only 16 when I made that bet. Uh, that he would be 50 year president and I bet a lot of moolah on it and basically Mm -hmm. if he doesn't win this next presidency and every one for the next um, 46 years you have a 16 leg parlay for him to win (laughs) the presidency he needs to win yeah 50 years presidents Mm -hmm. and um I guess my main worry is that if he loses before 2046, did it just take you maybe seven <laughs> tries to add two numbers? <laughs> and <laughs> and yes, but in my defense, I kept changing the answers to yeah. what both of the numbers even were to begin with. Right. <laughs> Correct you know? again. Yeah. So, you know, that does happen. But yeah, 2070, uh, it's going to be rough because I've bet um, my parents' house. Mm. um I bet other houses in the family. So you're playing the long game um, and really shooting for the moon for for Biden to be 131 years old. I only put $640,000 total on it. But if it wins, if he wins 50 years, I will get $660,000. So that's $20,000 pure profit. Well, that's the cool thing about betting is, is that making a smart bet like just... Just thinking that any man will will live to be 130 years old is is smart, smart business. Um, you know, s- smart s- smart Brenda's make a smart businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it sure. used to tell me whenever we were younger. Mm-hmm. We were c- rolling and together. um, honestly, I've been thinking of a new business that you might want to hear about. You know what, man? Yes. I would love to hear about it. Well, it's an event more so than a product. Oh, is this the music festival you were telling me about? Uh, in a way, yes. Okay. It's going to be called the Cap Olympics. Okay. And it's basically going to be the biggest cappers in the rap game, uh-huh. on social media, radio, all that, mm. in an arena, and they're having a cap off. Okay. And whoever wins... Um, is really the loser. Okay, so basically, like a like a some sort of event that celebrates con artists, bullshitters, liars. Yeah, you know. but whoever wins um, has to go to the real Olympics. <laughs> okay, and be in every single sport. Okay, which they're going to be so tired of by the mm-hmm. end of the Olympics because there's over 15 Olympic events. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the music thing you were talking about adding to that, right? Yeah, I just thought it would be cool to have like uh, to do like an AI music festival. Like all the people like, would love that. 
Yeah, because I'm thinking we're they're already. I don't know if you saw the news today, but the Chat GPT made a video one where it like produces HD video from text prompts. Uh, it's awesome, uh, and only it's only gonna mean really good stuff uh, moving forward. But I thought it would be cool to take every genre of music and produce, you know, just like a cacophony of different types of sounds and, and every genre, but AI generated. So you have AI rap, you know, it's fucking one, a two, three, two, four. I eat with my spork and I go to go to war and then it does that type of thing. And then, um, you know, it has like AI rock like and it does that for like 14 to 15 hours. Just that riff. <laughs> Yeah. Until most people there get to get very upset. Yeah. A lot of that AI video stuff is not that useful because, like, unless like the only thing it ever really makes is just like a video of like me and Twenty One Savage sixty nineing. Yeah. Like, what do you? What would you even use that for? For business, you know. But I I like your idea. Um. I think it has legs. Yeah. Yeah. I like well, it when an idea has legs. Yeah. I like it when an idea has legs and arms and elbows and knees, too. Uh, mm-hmm. It's mostly not going to make any money. It's going to be a massive sort of in the red style move for me. But um, I'm thinking about getting it on the ground floor with AI in general, investing in it, um, making an AI, I guess, like Tulpa of me, just kind of like a carbon copy of me and get it to do my tasks. Um you already you have AI Chinese AI Thomas. I don't. I'm I'm trying to think of what Chinese AI me. You know, I'm trying to get in on that Ch- too. Uh, Chinese AI Jake is buying an old Daihatsu to fix up, <laughs> and he he's fixing it up with only Allen wrenches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Allen wrenches, and then just like keyboard cleaner. <laughs> just it's yeah. Yeah, you yeah. put a you put a carp in your radiator every morning, and then you warm <laughs> it up when it's time for lunch. Yeah, like just it's just a can that looks like brake cleaner, but it's just like a yeah, it's just like keyboard duster, just anything that resembles it. Yeah, y- yeah. Hey, Chinese AI, Chinese AI, Jake. Oh, I can't wait to go to Muay Thai class and do a kicking, wearing my little shorts and going ooh wah downtown in my stinky van dude i i realized that thing doesn't have any uh doesn't have a catalytic converter on it uh the guy told me i kind of forgot i was sitting in it earlier just chilling in it uh which is fine to do in like a car that has one (laughs) but i was just like i was just hanging out in it man it's badass you know i'm sitting in the back just fucking listening to the sound system and i was like hmm (laughs) that's uh yeah you don't you don't need those you don't need them, and I I don't care if it's bad for the environment. I don't I don't really care about the environment anymore. Uh, if I ever really did, I don't think I ever did. But um, yeah, I was I just also, si- yeah. It's it's rough, especially if you also have a leak in your exhaust manifold by chance. No, I don't uh, think it's one of those. I think it's just no. Well, if you get one, they can be very enlightening. <laughs> yeah, cause you could learn so much. You You're can like, learn so much about sitting in your car. You're the Oracle at Delphi. You're just sitting in the C10, like, getting high on fucking <laughs> car There's something so captivating about my back fence. People in, from the DFW area view you as, like, a seer. Like, you're just sitting in the C10, like the Oracle. Guys will just come and knock on the window. You're just completely yellow, and they're like, my wife, she's, she just got laid off, and I got laid off, too. We're, we're trying to figure out, can you tell us 
Can you tell us, oh, great seer of Fort Worth, when I'm going to be able to get a job again? Yeah, you will be able to get um, You're going to get a job today. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my God, yeah, that's so great. Pay, uh pay amazing money. Well, oh, my God. Wow, that's so that's incredible, yep. seer. How did you uh, I, how, I, what job will I be doing? You will be do. Uh, what's your favorite job? I guess if my I guess if I had to choose, it would be an actor. You'll be a professional actor, and you'll be <laughs> the most famous actor in the world today. You're just so high on gas fumes. <laughs> it's, it's just completely. You different. are going to play. I I start talking different. You are going to be very successful. <laughs> oh, and wow. you must start <laughs> by becoming strong. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just completely. You're drunk too. Like that's not a part of the of the scene. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what I think you should do is you should get a big hat, like Abraham Lincoln. He was a nice boy. He used to come around here. <laughs> he used to talk to me. I used to be his slave. Well, well, sir. Thank you. I so don't think he owned slaves, did he? He didn't own slaves. <laughs> You're he talking was to one. yourself in the car. <laughs> the guy's he wasn't one. I don't think he was. He was. He was spiritually one. He was a he was a hot guy trapped with a psycho crazy crazy Saraquil bitch. <laughs> We've got a uh, approximately twenty five year old man sitting in a C ten telling people that he is the Oracle of Fort Worth providing professional, legal, personal and relationship advice. Uh, please advise over. Mary Todd was the uh, Amy Schumer of her day and she happened to marry the James Berlin Josh Berlin of her day and he had to pork he had to fuck that pig every night or she'd kill herself. And you're telling me that's right. I'm telling you, you're going to go to Taco Bueno. They're going to give you a job for $100 million because you make the million-dollar taco. Can't nobody else make it but you. You and my son, Denny. <coughs> he already started his own joint. It's called Denny's. You might have heard of it. That's how we're millionaires. My son is Denny. <laughs> Denny Grand Slam. <laughs> and I'm Thomas Grand Slam. <laughs> He's telling people that uh, it's not technically a legal survey. He's telling people that he is son invented the Grand Slam and Denny's. It is its son's name is Denny Grand Slam. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, we don't need to get SWAT out here, but I could see this turning sideways if someone does come and ask him about you know terrorist plots or something over. Denny Grand Slam, Class 88, Porcupine High School. Look at that, motherfuckers. He played baseball, shortstop. He could kick up, he could kick the ball if he wanted to, but it was baseball. He didn't need to. He hit it. Oh great! He hit it even from the outfield. He hit it back to the people. Oh great! See here, I, I, uh, I've been thinking about coming out to my parents, but I'm not sure how they're going to respond. I'm, t I'm twenty. I'm twenty-five years old, and and I've been struggling with my, with my, sexual and gender identity for quite some time. And I just want to know if you could look into the future, sir, and see what my mom and dad. Are gonna say and what they'll do when I tell them that, when I tell them about who I really am. Well, it wasn't a choice. You were born that way because your parents are both gay too, and that would matter. That means that your dad's sucking cock, your mom's eating pussy all day in the house, 
Do you think they're knitting and making cookies? Nope, they're sucking cock and eating pussy, and they don't care. They don't want to. They don't like it. Don't tell them ever. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, great seer. It's nice to know that both my that not only are both my parents gay, but homosexuality is a inherited disease, sort of like. Celiacs or, you know, sickle cell. Yeah, or the sniffles. <laughs> He's uh, telling local gay children that both their parents are gay, so they'll be fine uh, when they come out to them. Uh, we've been watching the truck now for about two weeks. and Again, nothing really crazily illegal, but uh, probably FBI is going to want to at least know what's going on because uh, there are children involved. Over. <laughs> oh, great. See here, I, uh, I've been thinking about been having a lot of dark thoughts in my head and I just I just I just feel so much pain and I want to I want to share it with the world you know but I don't want to write a book or a movie or a novel I, you know, I want to I'm afraid to say it but I want to I want to hurt people you know I want to hurt a lot of people so it's great seer what would you say I should do if I'm in so much pain how should I share it with the world well, first of all, I'm really glad you're not going to write a novel. I think that's the worst thing somebody like you can do in this situation. What I'm going to say to you is this. I think that there's something very important about what you're looking into right now. And I think that somebody in your position mm-hmm. could do really well working for my son. <laughs> His name is Denny, Denny John Grand Slams. And he comes from a long line of Grand Slam. I'm Thomas Grand Slam. My p- pappy was... Baseball t- Grand Slam. Baseball Grand Slam. His daddy was... Football Grand Slam. Football Grand Slam. I'm the, me and Denny's is the only... Denny's... He's. I shouldn't have added the apostrophe and the S to his name. Looking back, it really set him on a very single singular path. But I think if you, what's your name? Uh, what's to- your name? To- uh, Toby. Toby Tonka Truck, sir. <laughs> Toby Bonka Trucks. That's a beautiful name. It's almost what my daughter was named. We said we named instead we named her Sexy Demon. Sexy Demon Grand Slam. <laughs> Sexy Demon Grand Slam is my beautiful daughter. <laughs> so we sent in the uh we sent in the agent uh, the FBI informant to try and get the seer to uh, set him up with some weapons and some guns to do a mass shooting, but the seer insisted uh and this is when it gets a little confusing, fellas. Sorry, everybody in Langley. <clears throat> this is gonna be a hot one. Uh, he has a daughter, turns out, named Sexy Demon Grand Slam. Doesn't really contribute much to our investigation to the Sierra Fort Worth. Uh, as it turns out, uh, that Denny Denny's Grand Slam is a long line of Grand Slams. There's baseball Grand Slam, there's football Grand Slam. Um, but, again, no crime really being committed here. We keep trying to set him up to do something bad, but, uh, yeah, nothing going. So, we're going to continue our investigation here. Oh, we got another person coming. Okay, all right. Hello, son. Hey. This your pappy baseball grand slam. Hi. 
What'd you do on an old C10, son? Um, just get just getting it warmed up. Are you breathing fumes again? Telling people in the neighborhood you can see the future. Mm, yes, Daddy. <laughs> no, now, Thomas Grandslam. What did I tell you about breathing in? catalytic converter fumes and telling the beautiful people of Fort Worth, Texas that you can determine their futures and see the way that their lives will pan out like the Oracle of Delphi. You said it ain't no good, Pa. I did say that. Now, why would you disobey the, a direct order from your own father, Colonel Baseball Grand Slam? I'm sorry, Papa, Colonel Grandpa Baseball Slam fam. <laughs> It looks like them fumes are starting to get to you, boy. So I said, I, I, I'll do my best, Grandpa, Papa, Grandpa, Dad. <laughs> I'm not trying to alarm you, boy, but I think for some reason, undetermined as of yet by me, that the FBI and the CIA have taken an interest into your seeing. Uh, you may want to let them know that you are not capable of remote viewing or predicting the future. Rather, you are a man who is getting high off exhaust fumes and lying to people. Well, Colonel, Dad, Grandpa, Baseball Grand Slam, if I'm being honest with you, I think a lot of it was just because uh, I didn't really give a fuck. I don't want to be in here. And, <laughs> but a lot of what was going on was <clears throat> with my feelings was when people would come up and they tell me how they feel, it made me think about all the people um, from our hometown of Grand Slam, Idaho, <laughs> and how they made me feel grown up, fill me with hatred and lies, and uh, I see, and, I see. and spreading dirt all over my name, and telling people that I that I hunt wild geese <laughs> and domestic <laughs> geese, and I don't hunt either of those, and I never even saw a goose before before I got here to Texas. So how could I be hunting them in Grand Slam when they don't even got geese there? Neither I never seen them there. So I had to collect my thoughts for a moment. So out of frustration with people solely in the good Grand Slam name saying that you were hunting both wild and domestic geese in Grand Slam, Idaho, even though everybody knows that the Grand Slam goose has been extinct now for 500 years, in order to pay back the pain that was inflicted on you in your youth, you sat in this truck and breathed in exhaust fumes and lied to people about the paths that they might take on this journey we call life. Is that correct, my son? Yes, Colonel. <laughs> well, it is unfortunate that you have resorted to your old ways, son. And it is also unfortunate that this entire time we have been speaking, you have not cracked the window nor turned off the engine. And I must remind you that I... You, I Baseball Grand Slam am a hallucination of your own making. I highly suggest that you at least crack the window or get out of the truck or you will die soon. Well, well, as they used to say, General Colonel Grandpa, Baseball Dad Grand Slam, I'd rather be a hallucination of my own making than losing the eggs and the ham bacon. So I think I've... 
well, what I'll probably end up doing is here in a, in a little bit, what I'll probably end up doing is, I'll tell you what, probably, probably here in a little bit, what I'll probably end up doing <laughs> is probably here in a little bit. Ah, oh, Chief, we got a bad one. Oh. Chief, it's real bad. It's real sad. Looks like a, uh, like a white male, long hair, five o'clock shadow, uh, SpongeBob quadruple XL t-shirt, uh, Spider-Man underoos. <clears throat> seems to have uh, seems to have taken his own life, sir. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! How? He sat in the truck. Sat on an old C10. Well, it's outside. I'm not quite sure how he died, but looks like he breathed in exhaust fumes. And he shit himself in here quite a lot and jacked off a bunch, too. I'm dead, but this is my dick. You should be up. Looks like a dog's dick. Uh, uh, we've got a kicker here. This guy ain't dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I ain't been dead. Sucks. I'm so dead. I've made my feet sweat a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate dying. It makes your feet sweat. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. Uh, look, you are a medical anomaly. No one's ever been exposed to 36 straight hours of carbon monoxide before without dying. But uh, you might want to get studied for science or something. You know, it could uh, it could be some money in it for you or something. Yeah, I'm taking the test soon. I think <laughs> taking the but. test. <laughs> I'm t- I got a toke my I got a toke my carbon monoxide exam. <laughs> Yeah, I've passed the flaming colors. <laughs> I'm gonna be one of the detectors. I pass with flaming colors. I pass with flaming hot Cheetos, I'm gonna be one of the detectors. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when I get old I always wanted to be a smoke detector. <laughs> smoke detective. Uh, I forgot <laughs> I if I was a smoke detective I wouldn't ask for batteries you get, payment. You get the C-10 towed to the Fort Worth Police Department, <laughs> the Criminal Investigations Division. You get it. You're in it when it's towed. It <laughs> just drop you off in the parking lot. You turn the engine on and fucking sit in there and breathe for like 10 hours. <laughs> fucking cops come out. You just have a resume. It's just like blood, <laughs> like spit, <laughs> like red crayon. Oh, I, was, I was one of the... I'd be one. I was one of the one of the smoke detectors at my house. <laughs> I wish I could beep like that. I, I was, um, I wish I could beep every five years. I wish I. <laughs> my dad, my my dad, my dad's my dad sounds like I'm good at detecting. Uh, I can I, I he I help him find I help him find his wallet. <laughs> yeah, he said I'm a good helper. <laughs> Maybe the best. My my daddy, baseball grand slam hallucination, said that I am the best finder in this side of the western. I want to work for the police department. I want to be one of the cars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, son, uh, you passed physical fitness exam, uh, which, hey, (laughs) between you and me, ain't too fucking difficult. Um says here, though, and this is just where I'm a little confused. Uh, you, when asked about your ideal, we asked your ideal placement. Uh, you didn't put beat. You didn't want to get fast-tracked to homicide. You didn't want to work narco. It says you want to be one of the cars. Yeah, I want to be one of the short ones. I got crowned Vic because they had bigger mouths. <laughs> and I really like eating, sir. Yeah, honest. I like eating. I 
They're all jaw. And those, uh, I don't like the big cruisers because they got big booties. <clears throat> well, son, we could probably make dreams come true if you want to be a motor vehicle. We need all types of guys here at Fort Worth Police Department. <clears throat> How are the cops over there, man? Are they good? They save people and shit? Uh, um, they mostly just, like, kill homeless people, I think. Yeah, yeah, same here. I, uh, uh, they, they, I tell you the fucking dude, they wear cowboy hats over there. Uh, some of them do. A lot of them... On Sunday, all of them wear cowboy hats, and it's so gay. That's so awesome. And they fucking... And they only work... They, they just all, like, park at the big mega churches <laughs> to protect the mega churches. And they're all directing traffic, and then they're in their, they're in their fucking stupid cowboy hats. They're in their Oakleys on and everything, and they're just looking all smug. That's awesome. I mean, you guys... Are f- I had you a, know I had a, a, a a pivotal you know a uh, a pillar in the community you know and I respect them so much that it makes it makes blood come out of my mouth how much I love them. I had a weird and respect them weird moment at the gym the other day where uh, I guess they were doing some sort of like thing where they were like training local police or whatever. Uh, mm. Nice. And there was like there was it wasn't like they were learning shit for the academy. There was like three cops there, and I I didn't know they just looked they were just guys that they didn't have the uniform. They were in workout clothes, and I overheard. I was like, oh yeah, these are this is officer so and so so so. They're uh, coming in to you know work out with us or whatever. And I was like, oh okay cool. And again, like I don't I never really knew a lot of cops. I lived next door to one for a long time, and like. The our families were friends or whatever, um. But I watched all three of those guys try to go through like just like a fucking like a circuit, and I was like, damn, it is it. It's really frustrating that they can kill us whenever they want because they, they can't even <laughs> they can't even do like ten burpees without like these guys were hurting. Now I know some cops are like in pretty good shape or whatever. Fine. Yeah. But it made me mad. I was looking at these guys and like, you know, they're and ones and they're fucking, you know, like every all three of them had some version of like one of them had the lion shirt and the lion is like the blue lives matter flag. And then one just had like a like a Texas state shirt on and it, but it had like the bar or whatever. And they all just were they were wearing some form of like cop thing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm right now. I'm not I'm looking at three police officers, three officers of the peace. I understand that they're cops because I know now based on context and from what I hear that they are cops right now. They're three fat guys who I could beat the shit out of. <laughs> but it just it pisses me off to know that, like, look, if you're going to be able, if you can kill with impunity, you got to at least be cool or you know what I mean? Like if, if it's fucked up that they like that video, it's been making the rounds of the guy doing two somersaults and then mag dumping into a residential street because he heard an acorn fall in his cop car and he thought it was a silenced pistol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. Listen, funny, kind of. But also like that. It sucks that that guy got acquitted with nothing. Nothing happened to him at all. Like it sucks that he could just kill. He just can just kill people whenever he wants, <laughs> like no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey. I mean so can you, if you put your mind to it. But you shouldn't. No, I mean I, there are consequences. I don't. I'm not granted impunity or immunity, whatever the fuck. Immunity. Uh, well, you know nowadays cops don't have any rights. It seems like Jake. I'm trying to. 
work a new angle on this. Yeah, I'm trying. Let me know what you think. <laughs> hey, Jake, I'm uh, trying to be right the most nowadays. You know, did you know that cops aren't allowed to vote anymore? I thought that was fucked up when I learned that was a fact. Mm. Yeah. Um, Next, they just vote. For, they just vote for the county fair's best pie, <laughs> and they think that's a presidential election. <laughs> it's really sad. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, a lot of write-ins for blueberry this year. A lot of write-ins for fucking bratwurst. <laughs> yeah. They think the red wave is just cherry pie. Yeah, it's like a like a big kind of like a town being overcome by like eighty thousand gallons of big red. <laughs> in my head, cops spend six hours a day in diners. <laughs> that seems to be the schedule. Yeah, because in the morning they go, and they if they're old cops they go to like the old diner. Yeah, if they're new cops they go to Whataburger or uh, whatever. Or they'll sit. and they and they spend about three hours there. And they have 30 minutes of driving around the town. They do a loop to see if they can kill a dog mm-hmm. on their way to Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And then they spend around three hours there, go unplug somebody's vitals <laughs> at a hospital, <laughs> and yeah. walk back out. Yeah, yeah. Um, do a pit turn to a pregnant mom. <laughs> Just yeah, knock her fucking... Steal a home. Steal a homeless guy's uh, cane. His last fucking granola bar in his tent. yeah. Then they just block off a road that isn't going to be worked on ever, <laughs> and then they yeah. go to, um, and then they go to another restaurant, maybe a steakhouse, maybe they go to Montana's for another six hours or so. <laughs> that, now you're at and nineteen then, hours, <laughs> right? And then uh, they return home, and they eat chicken and dumplings for. A couple hours, and then it's time for their next shift. It's crazy, like, in New York, or big cities where they have, like, you know, massive police budgets, massive police forces, whatever. I think it was New York or Chicago, I forget, but, like, the taxpayer was footing the bill for all the police overtime, and it was like, yeah, they, they, them boys are, like, keeping, you know, they're keeping the riffraff out of the fucking neighborhood, you know what I mean? And uh, it, as it turns out that, like, like, a huge chunk of the overtime was, yeah, just, like, sitting in the subway, like... In the metro, like underground, and just like eating donuts and Cheez Its, <laughs> like fucking sneaking cigarettes and shit, like eight, like just thousands of hours of taxpayer money. Like, yeah, no, I'm I'm clocking in eighty hours this week, protecting. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, the best. There was like one guy. One year, there was only one guy who was like investigated mm-hmm. and he was clocked in for like 23 yeah. hours a day somehow <laughs> he like was clocked in yeah. for like the equivalent of like 362 days straight basically yeah 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 and they were like we like all right this guy fucked up how do you fuck up this bad like how do you get that greedy like you are gambling that much to where you're like fuck it i'm gonna clock in for a year yeah yeah, yeah. let's just see if Literally, I will be clocked in this entire year. You're getting 104 um, hours of OT, like time and a yeah. half. <laughs> uh, yeah, a guy, a guy who's like an entry level cop, and he's making 600 grand a year. It's, it's like 60 grand a month. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, a, got a new one on the way. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, it's stupid. Um, if it wasn't so depressing that like, my whenever the fucking. That video where the fucking guy pit turned that lady, uh, she's pregnant and had a kid in her car or something. 
and he like pit maneuvered her. Like he turns his lights on. She takes like ten seconds to get over, and he just like fucking hits her left wheel well and just sends her to the fucking moon. And like obviously, you know, like the way that the internet works, it's gonna reward stupidity and fucking mercurial bullshit and evil or whatever. Yeah. But like overwhelmingly enough, the comments was like when you get pulled over, you need to get over immediately. <laughs> Dude, I think she like broke her arm. Like one of her kids like got his head all fucked up. <laughs> hey, listen, it's really sad that this guy just did a fucking John Wick move to this mother of two, but whenever you see those red and blues, you need to understand that you have two seconds to get over or you forfeit your right to live. Also, yeah, he sh- he should yeah he should have probably ch- chopped her legs. Yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what All I the guys like. You better be lucky. That, yeah, that, yeah, that, that could have gone way worse. It's like how? <laughs> oh, he should have made girl stew. <laughs> he should have he should have pulled the baby out and trafficked it to fuck, yeah. to local pastors. Um, yeah, it's really fucking. Oh, we didn't see the whole video, so we didn't know what happened. It's the whole video. It's just a guy like. Dumping round after round through a house window. <laughs> well, we don't know what that guy was up to in there. He could be, you know, Mexican in there. <laughs> he could be any, anything, you know. Yeah, he saw the ghost of George Floyd. <laughs> Just like a, a cop in, like, Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Man, that'd be such a funny hallucination as a cop. You just hear the whisper, round two. <laughs> you hear, like, no! you hear like the Tekken, like, tag fight music. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, the 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 guy that Mac dumped, it, he did two Dark Souls, like, dodges, and then just was, like, two things about that that were really funny to me. In the video, he starts making, like, live leak noises, and he's like, I'm hit, and he's like, <laughs> you know, like, just, like, death noises or whatever. And he's not, he was not hit. He, nothing was wrong with him at all. Uh, second thing, his partner saw him dump the clip, and then she was like, fuck it. <laughs> I got let the Glock bark, and she dumps her clip in the general direction of the car. Um, both of them acquitted. Uh, both of them didn't do anything wrong, um, legally speaking or whatever. What I think is funny is, like, I like to imagine he's making the death noises and saying he's hit because he knows. <laughs> like, after you dump the magazine, you're like, okay, pretty sure that was a squirrel, but how do I? <laughs> come back from this like when you fuck up at work like if you work in a restaurant and you ring in the wrong food for the wrong table you're like i'll just i'll just tell the kitchen and then i'll bring the food out and i'll, I'll stagger it we'll figure it out you're like talking to the ira board and you're like i got shot the bullet disappeared in my body or whatever you know but it i guess i heal like crazy I, fast i guess i got like wolverine powers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you guys are lucky that i'm on the force as it turns out i'm an x-men uh, and I'm fucking pretty strong too. And I'm glad I had two of the same shirt. Honestly, <laughs> I don't want to show you guys the wound because it's like next to my nipple, and that's gross. Yeah, he's talking like a like a compulsive liar kid in junior high. Yeah, yeah, I got shot like 38 times, but I don't want to show you the bullets. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. Sh- well, it, I think it was like a it was like some guy like dressed up as like a tiny squirrel. It was like pretty common thing. He just starts describing here. the plot of Heat. <laughs> Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, um, I heard the rounds, uh, and, you know, I heard the rounds go off and I felt compelled. Um, I felt I feared for my life. So I began chasing Mr. De Niro <laughs> through the streets <laughs> of uh, of downtown and uh, we met at a diner where we sort of talked it out and hashed it out as gentlemen. Um, 
and uh, I ended up killing him, you know. Uh, but I was hit. It was an acorn round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those guys I was rock. ultimately, it was unfortunately a Honduran migrant <laughs> dressed up as a six-inch tall Game squirrel. Over. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he, there were traces of fentanyl around his mouth. There was a... Uh, the individual in question was a... Um, <laughs> we are looking for a 8-inch a, uh, tall brown rodent, uh, possibly uh, possibly high on fentanyl and PCP. Over. Yes, this is Mr. Squirrel you've called. <laughs> what, are you some kind of detective? <laughs> Look, I've been clean off fent for like two years, all right? I am a squirrel. I'm just here to clear up some things that have been said about me. They bring the squirrel up on the stand <laughs> for like the review board. Chip, 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 chip. Permission to tweet the tweet the witness is hostile, Your Honor. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck that, sir. Sir, can you leave the acorn at your desk, <laughs> please? This is a real courtroom. This isn't Alvin and the and the and the squirrels. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Um, cheap, cheap. That's the a, a spicy retort from the squirrel. Oh, you're translating for him. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't shoot. You shouldn't shoot a bunch in the middle of the street. No, you should just shoot a little bit. Yeah, you should shoot a little bit. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, how would cops feel if we just started killing them out in the streets <laughs> like they deserve? <laughs> you know, that would suck. Yeah, that would be. And that's why we're not going to do that. Because I, I don't even own a gun because I'm a pacifist. I have knives, but they're uh, barely sharp enough to cut potatoes. So I don't think I'm much of a danger to anybody. I uh, wow. Do you remember like in the beginning, or not the beginning, but like, I guess right in the thick of like the lockdown part of the pandemic or whatever, people were like, um, politicians have homes and addresses and... Uh, you know, guillotines only cost, you know, $200. But I was like, fucking shut up, dude. Like, I get it, man. Like, these guys are fucking looting a burning building, and they win. And they win forever, and you lose. We all lose, and there's nothing you can do. You are if you are not building a fucking chopping device. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't have any knives at the house. You don't even have, you don't even have like, a baseball bat. And you're going to chase down, you know, like stockbrokers and financial guys and lobbyists and stuff. And you're going to lop their heads off French Revolution style? No, you're not going to do anything because nobody's going to do anything. We'll run around a little bit every now and then, you know, once a year, confused, burn some shit down, you know, fucking. We'll throw a rock at Andy No's head and then he'll get a GoFundMe for like a quarter million dollars and whatever. That's the end of it. You know what I mean? But if you are like downloading guillotine blueprints, you need to get a hobby or something or I don't know. Get a fucking start driving for Uber or some shit. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's not I, happening. I built one, but I just use it for like bad vibes. You know what I mean? I use it to clip my toenails. <laughs> like my neighbor's son. <laughs> Dude, it would be so funny to like, in clear view of your neighbors on all sides, like just start building like a twenty foot tall like real one to one like real size yeah, you can like see through my fence right. pretty well <laughs> yeah 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 so you could just yeah you also you're doing oh no i'm i'm building the uh i'm actually building the playground it's funny the foundation looks like this like a giant blade 
but it's for putting a slide. You also yeah. don't stop doing the things that you do normally, which is climb the tree, deadlift on a concrete slab, uh, look at the truck, um, you know, pull weeds out, and then also you're building like a 25 foot tall, like 10 feet wide guillotine. <laughs> like a yeah, I still have like just like broken pallets yes. like all around the yard. <laughs> Nothing has changed it's about just... the setting itself. But it's like a perfect, like, you know, you get stained oak guillotine from, like, the fucking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, the, the, the piece of steel weighs, like, 200 pounds. Like, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, and they never see how the materials get in. No. They're just there. They just, well, yeah, they wake up one morning as the rooster crows, and then fucking, <laughs> you just got, like, a beautiful, like, it's sparkling in the sun. Just sitting there next, right next to the tree. You're out there deadlifting and just looking at it. Oh, Thomas, yeah. um... I didn't. I, uh, how long you been building the guillotine? It's not important. <laughs> you just don't like ever, ever reference uh, it. I just, I don't guillotine. I don't have one of those. Yeah. There's just like uh, fifteen to twenty like goat carcasses <laughs> like surrounding it. Chickens, like local, like neighborhood cats, all the strays. Hey, yeah, yeah. This is my project. This is just something I do. Uh, it's for school. You start. Go, you it's for. <laughs> It's my school pride. I re-enrolled uh, <laughs> back in community college. I'm in college. high school. I'm a high schooler. You should start going to do. to you should do that and start going to Central Market wearing like a big black like executioner's hood and apron. <laughs> That's it. I market. was thinking the other day. I wonder how much executioners made back in the day, money wise. Like if they got paid per execution, like mm. a like a UFC ref, mm. or if they got paid. Just a salary type thing. Yeah. Because I would feel like I would want to get paid by the execution. Yeah, like a freelancer. Because, like, well, you know, you think about it, you might have a week where you don't execute anybody. I don't want to get paid the same on, I mean, I want to still get paid, but imagine you have to kill 50 people in a week and you make the same as you did in a week where you killed three people. So you're basically saying you do not want to be an executioner on salary. You would like to be a per-project based I would like to get commission or something or, like, maybe a payout where it's, like, yeah, I get, like, a base salary plus, like, bonuses for the kills. Okay, all right. Okay, if you can get the guy's yeah, head off I think, in, I think I'll, in one swoop, you get, like, a... Well, I just mean, like, maybe, maybe like, two, an extra 200 bucks per... Execution is that too much? That's too so. much. I don't think so. It? No, I mean, look, you are in in a way an executioner. Like, you have a direct line to nobility. You yourself are a savage. You're a brute, right? It's kind. You kind of exist in the same world as the jester, where like the jester's job is to entertain the court. They are low. They're an artist, so they're low in society. But they have a direct line of communication to nobility. As the executioner, you're kind of like in that same ballpark where like you get to talk to the king. Oh, Hey, what's up king? Like he's like, I, I have more subjects for execution for you. And you're like, Oh sick. I can I work today. I, I need the money really bad. I'm trying to buy a fucking new ox or whatever the shit. Like you, Dude, you talk to the guy, you know what I mean? So I just Googled how much did executioners get paid? And then zip recruiter pulls up <laughs> as of, as of February 2024, the average hourly pay for an executioner in the United States is twenty six thirty four an hour. What the fuck does that mean? Is this a different job it's talking about? 
<laughs> this doesn't make any sense at all. It's got to be a, one of those AI responses, dude. Like, what, oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know what? I bet this is like a tech thing. Oh, uh, like a because the, like a, like I don't know. You know what? <laughs> but the average salaries are not looking super high. You know, because I saw. Well, at first I saw the highest salary was in San Jose, and then I realized, well, San Jose has like the highest salaries for everything. Well, I was gonna say like ZipRecruiter. The next city down is weird. It's Jackson, Wyoming. There's a lot of tech people live out there. It's like the yeah, the, but the, what? the side house area. You know what I mean? Like where you go. I guess in the oh summer. my god yes I just got some good information thank you Oklahoma thank you deathpenaltyinfo.org mm-hmm. Oklahoma is paying execution doctor $15,000 plus training fees for each execution dude that is a fucking assuming you're also a normal ass doctor actually I don't know that's against the Hippocratic Oath possibly you can't be a killer and also like delivering babies I mean I guess you could Fifteen grand uh, to it, smoke a motherfucker? That is not that's so apparently the doctor is unnamed. Yeah, no, they have to be. So yeah. they can still Yeah. So Dude, imagine a guy who like prescribes you amoxicillin and also like just fucking like twice a year for side cash just is just straight lethally injecting guys. So apparently this is twenty twenty two. But Oklahoma was paying this doctor basically a hundred and thirty grand for like I guess like six months um a nineteen week period um in which it they executed seven people. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Well you gotta So they get a a thousand dollars for each day of training Mm-mm. plus fifteen thousand dollars per execution. Now I will say Yeah thinking about it now you can do a surgery, you know. Yeah. Um, probably even in a, if you're a surgeon. I don't know if this guy was a surgeon. Mm. Probably not. You know. You don't need to have a. You don't need to be a surgeon to do lethal injections. But, and I know you know s- surgeons. That's a little different. But fifteen thousand dollars in medical terms is not that much money. <laughs> now that I think about it. Now the doctor himself getting fifteen thousand per, you know that's something. But th- dude, lethally injecting seven people would be kind of crazy. Yeah, yes, of course it would be nuts. And then, like you have a new, you know, like if your when your buddy gets a new truck, and you're like, damn, fucking Evan must be crushing it at work. Oh, he got that sales job. That's right. This cocksucker shows up. He pulls in a jet ski. You know what I mean? Like into the neighborhood on a trailer. And like ah. Richard must be doing good. He must have started killing motherfuckers. <laughs> he must have gotten a lot of fucking death notes. More execution patients. I guess my question, though, is, like, I know I know that people who work in them now because of, like, medical ethics and the industry and, like, being in the South, like, the death penalty is its own multi-million dollar industry or whatever. I'm kind of thinking, like, fucking Dark Ages guys. You know what I mean? Like, they... They were, like, it's it's impossible to know. Actually, hold on. Executioners. Or executioners. 
So apparently and Missouri had a big uh, issue in like 2016 because it turned out they were paying everybody involved in executions with cash and not doing 1099s on them. That is awesome. And it was like, um, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Did ex- life and fate of executioners in the Middle Ages? Here we go. The opinion about life and performance. Uh, 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 many merchants put it out one day. Oh yeah, these guys couldn't go to the store. Many merchants didn't want to accept blood money. Uh, and also, depending on what time you were an executioner at, it was just sort of understood that you were going to go to hell. <laughs> so, like, you're good at your job, uh, you can't buy anything with all the money you make, and then the church is like, dude, you're fucked. Unofficial earnings of executioners. Initially, according to tradition, the executioner got the things of the convict below the waist, and only later. The executioners were allowed to take all the clothes of the executed. Maybe I didn't really want to wear it, but it was always possible to sell it at a profit for lovers of various rituals. Uh, (laughs) Sounds like a horrible job. It was difficult for the executioner to retire. He had no right to leave the profession just like that. It was necessary to give the city a replacement in such an obscure craft. It's good if there was a son prepared for it. God damn, imagine... (laughs) Imagine preparing your son to just cut guys' heads off. Otherwise, you had to look for an apprentice on the side and even then learn the craft for several years, plus the possibility of independent professional activity for a candidate for a shoulder master appeared only after the creation of a masterpiece. Uh, Oh, I think this was written by AI, dude. This is just straight gibberish. Uh, Oh, oh, here's a good one. This actually looks pretty well-researched. I'm excited to read this. Uh... Hold on, this for real. Did an executioner make a good living in the medieval world? What kind of training would you need for such a profession? How busy could the executioner expect to be executed? In the medieval world, executioners were often considered social outcasts and faced stigma due to the nature of their profession. Their income varied on the region and the time period, but they were typically compensated by the state or local authorities for their services. Their income could be relatively good, but it came with the social cost of being shunned by society. <laughs> so there. This is just like podcasting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it's like. Kind of like being a police officer. Uh, dude, somebody asked on Cora, was being an executioner a good job back in the day? Did you get a black hood or did you have to make your own? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people on there are five yes, years old. <laughs> Very clearly just like, yes, like 11 years old. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's so sick. Mm. Uh, yeah, was being well. an executioner a headman in medieval ages full times r slash ask historians what were the usual duties uh, it was a position that was usually paid well uh, was, yeah social outcast no one would take your money uh, in some cities part of the executioner's job was taking spiritual responsibility for the killings from the people who actually passed the death sentence <laughs> that's so badass it's like, hey, buddy, you got to go to hell for me. Sorry. Uh, they cre- this led to the creation of d- dynastic families of executioners. That's so sick because got people didn't want to get into it because the money was good, but you knew you were going to hell. So families would just, you know, like, would do it. You would, you know, 
That's pretty sick, dude. Like, you're a social outcast. You got big-ass cheese. You got great money, you know. And all you got to do is just fucking kill, like... In those times when you could get executed for, like, petting a sheep or, like, looking at a night wrong, you're probably killing, like, a thousand guys a year, you think? Apparently, in the Ottoman Empire, only Romani people could be executioners, and that was true for the entirety of the Ottoman Empire. That's so badass. Until after the abolition of capital punishment, basically. Oh. As long as Turkey had... Uh, had capital punishment for its entire history, only Romani people could be executioners. I'm reading some other interesting stuff. Uh, the job was actually offered to condemn criminal criminals in many places who could then escape their own execution by executing others. <laughs> it's like, well, it's nice. like snitch jacketing. <laughs> it's like ratting your buddies out. Executioners would even form deeper connections with the criminal elements of a city, either because of their former backgrounds or because they were shunned by the more decent parts of a society and become involved in various criminal acts. Other than killing people, many executioners were also responsible for other gruesome acts, such as torture. Additionally, it was not uncommon for either the executioner himself or his wife to be responsible for the management of all city brothels, another necessary evil in most medieval cities. So you're cutting dudes' heads off, you're cutting dudes' dicks off, and your old lady is like, all right, (laughs) we got to start running women out of the back of the house just for a little extra scratch. And I'm going to hell. Dude, goddamn. That is so awesome. Yeah. I like that in France and and Britain, it seems that there were a couple of, like, hangman dynasties. Yes, that's what what I was reading, too. That's cool. I would like to make my son do that, but I wouldn't do it. I would just make my family do it. It's funny. I would say, all right, this is a new family trade starting with you. Um, We kill people with axes. So enjoy. <laughs> I I can't. I have arthritis already. But if I was your age, that's what I'd be doing. People say trade school. People say university. I say be an executioner. <laughs> you know, bring it back. <laughs> oh shit, Thomas! So you'll enjoy this. This I guess this this kind of this does go into what you were saying, but maybe not what you were expecting. <clears throat> the job didn't pay that well. This is for hangmen, not axemen. This is guys who worked at Gallows. Job didn't pay that well. It was per execution rather than salaried. He also worked uh, in a grocery store. Initially, the pay was one and a half guineas per execution, which I don't know what the fuck a guinea is. I think it's a currency in, like, old England. Uh, plus the same again a week later if all went well. What does that mean? If the guy fucking died normally? Um, they also typically received traveling expenses. The fee increased when he's promoted when people were promoted to chief executioner, but it wasn't that much, about double. Um, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Albert Pierre Point was a British executioner from 1932 to 1956 when he resigned, almost the last but not quite. He hung 435 people in his time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn, man. This is a, these guys had sick ass lives. Yeah, imagine what you do in retirement after that. Yeah, after killing, like, a thousand guys with, like, ropes and axes and fucking fire, <laughs> like, arrows, like, torture. All right, I am. It is Margarita O'Clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time to hit the fucking greens, boys. I have killed. 
a thousand men in 20 years. Now, you're not going to believe this. You are my 500th kill. <laughs> and it looks like it's time for a couple of twisted teas. Imagine that house, the, the just the kind of, the it, you know, the broken home that is the dad's the executioner, the son is going to be one soon. And then the wife runs a fucking brothel. <laughs> and then, like, the... How was work, honey? It was good. I killed 50 people. <laughs> How was it for you? It was good. Everybody got a uh, horrible venereal disease <laughs> and died. It was wonderful, honey. We had so many women shipped in from the Orient. So we'll have plenty of new customers. That's great. A gentleman came in today and he said, Oh, does it cost extra to have a fresh, a fresh bath drawn? I said, Oh, <laughs> Oh, did you just land on the island? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I killed uh, a hundred men <laughs> who hadn't even seen trial. <laughs> oh, you know, a man came in from from Scotland, came in, and he asked if it would cost extra if he could remove one of the women's feet. I said, of course, but, you know, anything goes here in the city brothel. How about you, darling? Ah, uh, it was good. I uh, as a prank, we there's this new guy, and we hung his uh, we 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 hung his dog <laughs> and his whole family. Yeah, they're doing like blue collar pranks, you know. But it's also like we hung his we we hung Mike's lunch. <laughs> it was silly. We took a picture of it. The type of shit that's funny <laughs> to like guys who kill people for a living, you know. Also, like. A thousand years ago when there just wasn't really laws and stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, we were, they all talk like <laughs> we're out there. We were out there in the killing fields and uh, we thought we'd play a, play a prank on Luke. So we uh, we hung his son. <laughs> we hung his son from the gallows. We didn't let him die or nothing, but he definitely going to walk funny. But we hung his son. and uh, Yeah, he was, his son was heavier than I thought, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> his neck did break, but like barely. Yeah, yeah. We we took his firstborn daughter and we buried her alive. <laughs> he did not. Yeah, we. He didn't think that was funny at all. We ate his horse while he was using the, the latrine. All of us are hopelessly and profoundly mentally sick due to the nature of our profession. So we took Luke's uh, we took Luke's wife and two of his boys, and we drowned him in a peat bog. Oh, man, he's re- he was not tickle pink about that. I tell you I'll what. I tell you I'll what. I tell you. Yeah, he's I'll red behind the what. ears. He heard us talking about it. He was crying because he said, who, who could have done this? And then we, we, we all said, it was, it was, it was us. us. We killed your whole family, you fucking piece of shit. And, oh, man, he's so yeah. upset he went and told the king. As, as it turns out, you know, king's my uncle. So so we fucking killed him, too. You know, killed his uncle and his cousins. Uh, we cut their legs off and their balls off. It's just, uh, yeah. It's just, I had this one guy who was a real piece of work. I put the rope around his neck, and he said, "This is scratchy." And I said, "I don't fucking okay." And so he went to a different one. And he said that was much better. Um, and uh, and then the funniest thing happened. Um, I there was one guy I forgot to tie up, and I just dropped him, and he just freaking ran off. <laughs> I was just laughing so hard, I just let him go. <laughs> Like the executioner's like hand, like the the green guy, you know, on the fucking man. I man, we got a new apprentice out here, you know. I fucking we were showing him how to chop guys' heads off, and you know, this motherfucker don't know his ass from his elbow. I tell you what, he took he picked the axe up, and he just cut he just cut the guy's butt cheeks off. 
I didn't. I, don't, I couldn't tell you why. I said, "Get the head." Out. He said, "Yes, sir." Just cut his butt right off. Slice. Yeah, it took about forty swings to kill that guy, and it was even the guy who was getting killed was laughing. He's so he, hard. at this point, he's just frustrated. You know what I mean? He's got. Yeah, he said, "Please, God, get it over with. I got places to <laughs> please be. Please stop. Please just make it." Oh, he was there. Yeah, he was crying, you know, begging and stuff. He gurgling. Yeah. He had the top of his chop his head chopped off, and you could see his brain. It looked like a hamburger. He was there. locked up, twitching like a dead bird. Is I mean, it was so funny. We were all we were throwing yeah. acorns in his brain and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just silly stuff like that. It was so funny. I was. Uh, I was a little bit hung over the other day, and I I went to cut a lady's head off, and I swung with the wrong side, and I just broke her neck, <laughs> and she just flopped like a like a dead snake. Well, she's drooling and pissing on herself. I mean, it was yeah. Crazy. So I just rolled a big boulder onto her, just like like she was a like she was a roly poly, like six three hundred pound guys in like very hillsidey like gray England, and they're all wearing Carhartt. <laughs> <laughs> like boot cut Levi's with like black hoods on their head. <laughs> I, I let this I let this guy I think he was I think he was from uh Middle East or something. I I threw a Zen in his lip before we killed him and it was so funny. He said, I really should have tried these earlier. I said, Yeah, you should, you're getting killed now. <laughs> and Yeah, you know um, it was just a little laugh we had. Oh man, you know, I'm lucky to get I'm lucky to get O T. Oh shit! You're getting no tea. Yeah, I mean, I we got it. I got a pigeon. What dropped a letter off through my window, and, and uh, you know them kings. You know, and foreman. They yeah, I got an extra an extra guinea here, and there doesn't hurt. <laughs> they want me to kill an entire caravan of traveling Irish gypsies. Oldest one's 19. Now, why I couldn't tell you, but they're gonna give me the equivalent in U.S. dollars of a penny <laughs> per scalp. And, boy, that's money I can't pass up. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. I can't tell when we kill Irish people because they're so red to begin with. I really don't know if they even choke. I don't know if I don't know if they can feel. They have such bad gout. I don't. The rope goes away when I put it around their neck. I don't even know. But, yeah. They're like a... I've been thinking about quitting because I've really gotten tired of the... Hangman stuff. I think what I really like is the black robe, just classic fundamental uh, killing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, they, uh, <laughs> they're, like, talking shit about the Druids in the same way. Like, you know, people like, oh, you weren't Carhartt. You don't even work hard. This like the wizards of, like, the fucking Britain colonies. Them boys got them black cloaks on. All they, they don't even do no hard work. They don't even cut guys' feet off. They just sit in their room and smoke their pipe and do their spells. Pray to their fucking tree god. Yeah, they don't know nothing about how it used to be. <laughs> about how you man used to be able to make it on his own being an executioner. Yeah, men used to now it's all flare. It's all it's all fucking smoke bombs and spells and shit and fucking chants. Oh, nice robe. You ever kill a man with those soft ass hands, you druid pussy bitch? Oh, uh, what are you gonna do? Chant me to death? <laughs> yeah. I got an axe, motherfucker. <laughs> It's got two sides. How many sides do your fucking spell have, you fucking gay loser? Fucking homo. I'm an executioner. I got a fucking big-ass axe in my F-150. Carrying headless I bodies around like Hilfordshire and just a fucking king ranch. <laughs> oh, god damn it. 
Listen, if you're listening to this, that means that you uh, listen to the show. Thanks. Uh, yes, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you like this, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pendejo time. Mm. Um, uh, uh, $5 yep. a month gets you uh, a, a bonus episode every yes, week sir. as well as access to our Discord, yes, sir. which if you joined uh, as a sub this month and you didn't get uh, an email invite for the Discord or whatever... Um, just let us it's know. It's pinned on the Patreon. On the pa- on yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I pinned it up to the top. Um, $10 a month gets you a bonus video episode every month. Yes, sir. And um, we've got a few free video episodes up. If you'd like to see how those are before you, you know, commit to the 10 bucks a month. But either way, uh, thank you for listening. We love you. Jake, uh, you got anything to plug or anything? Hell no. I'm going to go sit in my fucking new cool-ass van and get fucking info. Hell text. yeah. Go check out Jake's van on Twitter. It's sick as fuck. It's so awesome. I'm going to blow it up. Bye. <laughs> uh, bye. I'm going to make it fucking hot.